Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish once again. It is I, Sleeper Kid, and uh, it's been a really good day here at SKW. We got to shoot some pretty amazing stuff, um, as always. But today was kind of special because we have two visitors from outside the state, all the way from Phoenix. Is it Phoenix or just Arizona? Phoenix, yeah. Just overall yeah, Arizona. Tippy. Always assume it's those city, that city because yeah. Rick works out there and stuff. But we have Violet Pixie. And we have Madison Swan. Hey guys! And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, you guys work um, mostly for FWR, FemWrestlingRooms.com out there in Arizona. Yep, yeah. Run by right. our buddy Rick, who has been on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, people love that podcast because he really bared oh. his soul on that yeah. one. Yeah, really, really, he really good. opened up. Um, but uh, you guys uh, showed up today. It was kind of last minute for Violet. and. Yeah. Um, we did some awesome cross-company matches. We did. Uh, we had you face off against Sapphire and Anne Marie. Mm -hmm. How was that yes. for you guys? Super uh, fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, I got to be beat up. Same. What did you Good think times. of the girls? They're really cool. Yeah, well, I worked it's with Anne Marie chill. last time, and it was really good to see with her again, and then really great to meet Sapphire. Oh yeah, yes. she's. I mean, she's a champ for a reason. <laughs> her. Um, and then you guys also did a second match where it was a little more. I think more intense because it was Madison versus Anne Marie doing some crazy moves. Yes, like stuff that I don't crazy. think we've done before. So. <laughs> you guys did the end of days finisher, which oh, was, it was awesome. And I think Violet just watched for most of it. I did. It was it was fun. I enjoyed watching. <laughs> and then when she came in at the end, she was all full of energy, yeah, so ready to go. <laughs> let's scoot over just a bit towards the mic. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this way, this way. Full. Sorry. Okay, and um, yeah. no, so. Um, yeah, and what was great is at the end, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Violet got to knock out the winner with the frying pan. Yes. Which is, yeah. I think, your thing. Yes, now. my thing now. Yes, <laughs> I like to hit people with the frying pan. attack. Yes. I like that there's, yeah, that's, that's... what I do. <laughs> most people have finishing moves. You're like, no, I just have a frying pan. I just pan. use a frying pan. Why not? <laughs> I had a blast. Like, I love the, as a fan, I like watching yeah. other companies work with other companies. It doesn't really happen much, I don't think. I no, think we're one of the doesn't. few people who do it with yeah. FWR, so it's a lot of fun. And the fans love it because you're just like, wait, aren't they competitors? Like, yeah. yeah. Why are they sharing talent? You know, it's like, because we're friends. Yeah. We all like each other. Absolutely. Um, and the we more love Rick the Death, Rick. So, hey, Rick. Hope you're listening to the, uh, if you're listening to this, so we send you a big hello. Hi. Yes, we love you, Rick. So let's get into the fun stuff. So um, obviously, what the fans really like to know is uh, to start off with how you guys kind of got into the business. Uh, now, what would you consider yourself at this point, Violet? Would you consider yourself more of a fetish model, more glamour, or somewhere in the middle? Probably like art, art, art nude. Artistic nude? Yeah, artistic nude is like my fave. <laughs> I love to be naked your, in nature. A lot of your photos, yeah. I think yeah. I yeah. just saw your website today and I was like, oh, there's very beautiful, like implied nudes. And Thank stuff you. Like yeah, it's kind of my thing. I think. Well, so we'll start off with you then. Uh, what what got you into that world? Like what uh, Into the fetish world? We'll start off with, I guess. <laughs> Just how it? you started modeling, period. Period. Okay, cool. Start from the beginning. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. So my friend, she was just into modeling and she wanted me to go with her on a few shoots. And so I wound up going with her and then I went to the junkyard and the junkyard shoot the is junkyard like a big shoot in, in Arizona. Big, yeah, it's a big shoot. Oh, so like a big shoot. group shoot? Yeah, yeah, big group shoot. Good in for networking. Is it in a natural Yeah, it's outside in Wickenburg, yeah. Arizona. Is it an actual junkyard? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, bad. It's, it's a legit a junk. junkyard. <laughs> yeah. So I got started there and I shot with like one really good photographer. 
And then another photographer saw me and I just started getting noticed from the junkyard and that's where it all just, it began from the junkyard, honestly. Yeah, it was so just making, blossomed making from making connections with other photographers mm -hmm. and stuff Yeah, like that. it just was, it was crazy. Like it just happened really, really fast. And I <laughs> now did you do it, was it, were they paid shoots at first or was it just more like me building my portfolio? Uh, I did a, a bit of building my portfolio and I still sometimes do trade work. Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, I got a lot of paid shoots from the beginning, which... Sweet was awesome well, you as you should because you are beautiful <laughs> thank you you have a very i mean you have a very uh it's weird because you're a mixture of like girl next door but you also have a very unique look thank you absolutely i, I completely agree Her, your, your facial Thanks. reactions and your eyes like it's just when i saw you a picture of you when rick sent me a video i'm like oh yeah she's completely like girl next door but like doesn't look like anybody else which is Thanks. very hard to pull off for, for a lot of models um, um, and you do it really, really well, yeah. Thank you. Um, and you, you're, you took direction really well, and it was. I definitely want to have you back. Yay! I uh, definitely want to be back. Yes, <laughs> we didn't beat you up too bad, so. No, definitely not. Um, but no, yeah, we. Um, so after that, uh, you, uh, what brought you into the fetish world? Like, what was, um, what was your first uh, attempt, or at least I guess taste of it? I'm trying to think. I'm not. Sure. I think maybe I did like a tickling video. And then, like... That's a good first. I, yeah. yeah. Tickling thing. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> um, then it was like, I think I start, I got tied up and mm -hmm. suspended for a shoot. And like the first time I got tied up and suspended, I was like really scary and I had to get I had to get down I was like no I can't do it because it was like just hurting. started panic attack yeah, yeah. and then, then I did it again and I was okay and I actually really like being suspended now it's just I have to be suspended right otherwise I'm yeah. a big baby well you're gonna want to work with the right people <laughs> yeah now, did you realize at that point that it was a fetish shoot or did you it was just more like oh this is something new and different but you just something new and different I didn't even really think of it like that I was just like yeah I want to get tired you're like of. I didn't know bondage awesome. was a thing I did <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just kind of like escalated. Yeah. yeah. I think that you got me into the Vricks, right? Oh, yeah. I think Very so. possibly. Yeah. So she got me to Rick, and then that's when the wrestling thing started. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And how yeah. long ago was that? I don't want to like put a date on you or anything. Like oh, that, no, it's fine. Uh, it's you've been, been working with him for couple, two years at least. Years, at yeah. least two years, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we've had some ups and downs for sure. Like, and she I, has I cried. Like, you saw me cry during the shoot. I literally cried at a wrestling shoot. I was oh, no. just so upset because yeah. I wasn't doing everything right. Oh, and so. I was like, yeah, she just, uh, <laughs> like I don't know, I, I, yeah, I think she was a little more overwhelmed, overwhelmed because she yeah. thought it was going horribly, even though it wasn't. It was just a couple nitpicky yeah. things, I've you worked, know. I've, I've had moments like <laughs> yeah. that where a model gets, I think, frustrated with herself. I, that's yeah. exactly what happened. I was just frustrated. And no matter, you could be like, it's okay, it's okay, and they're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> you can be super nice, and it's just like... It's just the end of the world. No, I, mean, <laughs> I. One of the things that I always bring to the table when I direct is I always rule number one is never get mad. You know, yeah. I never get frustrated, that's never good. get angry because I think that's it, it. Doesn't help the situation. No. So <laughs> if somebody feels bad about what they're doing, I'm just like, look, girl, you're not you're not the first person to yeah. do this. This is in order to learn you've got to do it over and over again. That's how we go, and yeah. we're only going to keep the take that you get right. You know, we're never going to make you look bad. So once they realize that someone's got patience and that it's going to look good in the end, then it, I think it takes away some of that anxiety. Yeah, well, I definitely have, I haven't cried since that one time, which is good. <laughs> I was very emotional that no. day. Yeah. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Yes. When you first start, yeah. it's really easy to get self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But really uh, so now that you're doing traveling, obviously you made it to, to us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of shoots have you been doing? Is there anything that's been different from what you're used to now or um, expanding your horizons? I know you're heading to FetishCon. I've been doing, yeah, I've done some spanking shoots. Ooh. Yeah, I've done, a, I've done a few spanking shoots, quite a bit. How was that for you when you first did it? Um, it was, it was different. I, I don't know, I like, I, I was okay with it. I'm mm. pretty, like, immune to it. Do you like it? I, I kind of like it, yeah. Mm. But I, and I'm also just, I'm kind of just immune to it, like, I don't know, I've, I've been spanked my whole life. <laughs> I've been spanked bad by both parents, so I'm kind of just like, whatever, I feel nothing. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. That's very interesting. A spanking. <laughs> yep. A spanking Got fetish spank in the future. Really hard. I mean, yeah. that's, that's one of the things we've discussed a lot on, on the podcast is a lot of models enjoy getting spanked and all of these yeah, like, so were you spanked a as a child? Yeah. And a lot of them say no. Yeah. yeah really? Parents, yeah, like my parents were really good to me and, and Oh my god, I, no. My parents they, would beat me. <laughs> yeah, but me I would too. Think maybe sometimes you would think that if someone spanked you and it became traumatic then you wouldn't want to do it right. as an adult. No, so, I'm just But you're interesting because like, you actually did get spanked for you mm-hmm. young and it, it it kind of keyed into how well you can yeah. take it now. Yeah, yeah pretty same. much. Yeah, that's how it's worked for me. <laughs> is it yeah. more like an endorphin rush or is it more like a like a like a sensual rush like this is kind of kinky to me or is it more like this is exciting because um, I'm feeling pain? I think I I like it if it's like a chick. It's like mm-hmm. it's really hot, I think when a chick is So it has to be a Well, female. don't you like girls? Yeah, I do like girls. Yeah, that <laughs> that, that kind of yes. helps. Yeah. It's a um, a key factor there. Yeah, but then with dudes, I'm like I'm just making money. <laughs> I mean, if, it's, if they're if they are good at it, it's like nice, you know, if it's like a real good spank, it's like yes. You're like good job. <laughs> Yeah. Much needed. Mm-hmm. I need that. You can knock $10 off my check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. okay, so now we're going into the what we call the tree of, of fetish. So, we've done, okay, spanking, we've done tickling, wrestling, a little bit of bondage. A little bit of bondage. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else that's been brand new on the trip? Because uh, once you get the fetish con, I'll tell you this, you're going to get offers. Need more stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else and. Uh, I mean, that's pretty standard stuff, though. Yeah, it is, How definitely. about uh, foot fetish? Oh, uh, yeah, that definitely lots of foot fetish people. Like, I, I cam, so they always want me to show my oh, feet and okay. stuff, so I'll show them my feet. Yeah. How far and have I'm you like, gone on cam? Because we have another girl that just did it, and she was telling me... Well, she does, like, extreme camming. Yeah. But there's other girls who do more, like, fetishy cam. Well, I've done some where I have to, like, uh, pretend like I have a dick. Like, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so small penis Yeah, yeah, I've done the I've done a lot of that. Now we're getting into the real shit. That's what we're talking about. Yep, yeah. It's not a strap-on. It's more like I am a woman who has a penis and it's bigger than yours. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's not even a strap-on. I just put a sock in my underwear. Is that what the milkshake song is about? Oh, it's bigger than yours. It's bigger than yours. I would teach you, but I have to try. I mean... That's what people pay cam for. <laughs> Alright, so now we're getting to the meaty part. So, okay, cam. Yeah. Pretend you have penises. You're <laughs> yeah. showing your feet off. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, what else? Does, does this ever strike you? Know. Do you ever look at it and you go, wow, yes. this is bizarre? Or do you kind of take it in stride and you're like, alright, fuck it, I have a dick? 
I kind of, yeah, pretty much just ch- taken his stride. Yeah. I was like, yep, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Has there been yeah. anything, uh, I feel like, I don't feel like we're rushing the questions, but these are the important ones I want to get out of the way. Yeah, but have you ever, ever been requested, anything been requested via cam or via like email as a, as, a, as a custom where you were like, hell no, this is what I won't do? Um, like the hard, the hard no. Yeah. I recently got oh, one. So, what was mm-hmm. it? What was a guy asked me <laughs> if um, it wasn't on camera. It was um, actually a session, mm-hmm. and he asked me if I would shit in his mouth and piss. In oh his my god! Mouth. Yeah, no. Like forcing <laughs> him to do it. Like forceful shitting, Jeez. swallowing, oh, pissing, went, swallowing. Went for the Hail Mary on it the was like <laughs> me, like boom. I'm like. Whoa, man. I yeah, definitely no. will not be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Making a cameo, Jacqueline Velvet, so she walks by. <laughs> All right, so you were saying there is so no fluids, no shit, no piss, nothing like that. Yes, and no shoving large objects in my butt. <laughs> so, uh, so was that something that someone asked you to just... Yes, so people have done that. People have like asked me... To just like put like the my vibrator like in there. They're like put the vibrator in there, shove it in there. I'm like, oh, how big is this vibrator? (laughs) It's like huge. I'm like, no, I can't do that. (laughs) Are you crazy? Not just can't, but won't. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna fucking do that. (laughs) Um, And is that because you have the sexual preference of like I don't want things in my butt, or I just want to do it on camera? Uh, well, it's just like I just not possible like the vibrator like it's perfect yeah, I have no like visuals on what the size of the toy like, is yeah it's like that yeah it's probably like, like the size me. of a soda yeah. can <laughs> oh my god well yeah. I, I have a feeling FetishCon is going to uh, to broaden your horizons yeah there's going to be a lot of uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more cool, yeah more yeah. offers for stuff that you've never done yes have you ever done like wet and messy where like you just get paid to like get pied in the face or, no yeah that's another big one. Yeah. actually I did a shoot recently I totally forgot about this where I I was handcuffed behind and I ate a cake Mm. Like oh, this for um, uh, pink cuffs? It's Jebbia. Oh, John really? Jebbia. That's yeah. hilarious. Kind of sounds I, like, I mean, really that could be a little whammy. The, the cake yeah. is delicious. And then I wound up sitting on the cake butt naked. Yeah, that's what I did. Messy that. Like that. Definitely. Yeah. I'm motorboating the cake. What are they called? Oh, food? What's the food fetish called? I forgot what it's called, but there's an actual, like, where it's it's food and you get it all over yourself. It's a little bit of wet and messy, but there's another one that doesn't yeah. word of Yeah, it's, got a, it all over it's myself, like an acronym like, that I can't think of right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. just like kind of a food fetish. So what are uh, fetishes that you would like to try that you've never tried before? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Thought-provoking question. Thought-provoking question. I really, I don't... Well, let's get Madison in here. So Madison, name some. a fetish that you've tried that, or that you've performed that she she hasn't and oh. see if she would be... Oh, he's in the carrying stuff. Oh, lifting carry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we almost did that today with velvets, but we couldn't. Oh. We didn't have time to do the. Yeah. Thing. You done like getting lifted? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've done. And some I've lifted lifting. another girl. Yeah. yeah. Jumped on the trampoline with her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So we discussed what spanking, foot fetish, bondage, suspension bondage. Have you done competitive wrestling at all? Or yeah, like, I don't like think she has. No, I haven't no. done like real wrestling mm-hmm. stuff. Is that something you'd want to try or more like... A- uh, I actually, I turned down the offer to do that recently, mm-hmm. but I was, I did think about it. I was like, maybe, but I don't want to get like 
bruises everywhere, yeah. you know? I'm scared of that. That's a like, good point. And you want to, you definitely want to, especially if you're doing a lot of artistic nudes. You don't yeah, want, I don't like, want to. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. really something you can only do if you know you don't have shit going on that week. Right, <laughs> yeah. But I was it like was it a grappling request or was it a cat fighting request? Because they're two sure. kind of different. Grappling is sure more like be. wrestling based. Cat yeah. fighting is like they want you to pull the hair, pinch the nipples, I think like it was a grappling. attack. Yeah, that's more like a sex. Yeah, move, yeah. Mm -hmm. probably a grappling thing. Okay. Yeah. And what about in terms of, because we're like one of our sister sites now, we're working with Saya Savage and Sensually Savage. So I'm, I'm kind of learning new stuff now because I'm being asked to do stuff that's a little more kinky, a little more sensual. Uh, what are your limits there? Because I know there's a lot of girls that will be like, oh, I'll make out with somebody. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. I think we are both in that boat that we yes. will make out with somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to yeah. tell Saya so she can hire there. me next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. But I mean, there's others like we have girls that have those hard limits, which is, uh, you, well, I'll wear a bikini, but I'll wear a thong or I'll wear... Yeah. Um, uh, what was another one? I think we did a video where a girl didn't want to do face sitting, but she didn't mind being face sat, which is interesting to me. Yeah, but, that uh, is yeah. interesting. But yeah, I didn't know if there was something like that uh, yeah. where your limits kind of hit that wall. Where you're like, I won't do like actuals, you know, implied sexuality or anything yeah. like that. Well, just not really that. <laughs> I don't really have that many limits. I don't know. Well, I mean, considering <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm attracted to the female body. Me too. <laughs> Violet too. Um, so like when it comes to females, I'm like, I will do, yeah. I will do whatever you want me to do Ooh. to this beautiful yes. woman, women. and I'll let her do whatever yeah. she wants to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think just more with me is like. I'm just always like, well, as long as I'm having fun and enjoying myself, yeah. like, yeah. I'm totally cool. And as long as your limits are, are met. Exactly. In terms yeah. of, like, nudity, obviously, you do artistic nude, mm -hmm. but on camera, I'm assuming you probably have a different set of rules for that, right? Although, I'll do nude on camera, too. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. So. No. Yeah, I'm a little different in that yeah. aspect where, like, I do art nude modeling, mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to video work, I kind of only want to do topless. Yeah. Um, just cause like on camera you can't really hide the nooks and crannies of, you know, our beautiful lady parts. So it's like, I don't really want to be full nude on video. It's, yeah. I, I, that's such an interesting thing because I, a lot of our, I mean, we've worked with hundreds of models and mm -hmm. everyone has that, that little moment where it's like, I'll do topless but not bottomless. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, or I'll do nude but I won't kiss a girl. You know, right. so everyone has that little thing. I know one girl who just had a, she had a phobia for fluids. She didn't want to kiss anybody because she didn't want to exchange. Yeah. So even like the sleepy kissing, she was like nervous about it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like she's not going to use tongue. Yeah. Like that was going to give you a kiss on the lips. And she was like, I'd rather not do it. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. You got to respect those limits. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but one of the things that we ask a lot of the models as they come into this, um, into the podcast and there's. Obviously, if we're introducing a male producer, for the most part, if you ask him, hey, what are your kinks uh, or your fetishes and how do they factor into what you produce, immediately they'll be like, well, when I was a kid, this happened, and then suddenly I was into hypnosis, or I was into spandex, or I was mm. into leather, you know, uh, I was into bondage, and then uh, that was my thing, so I built this website around it. Like, for mm -hmm. me, it was, I had a thousand of them. I, I liked sleepy play, I liked I like bond, uh, not bondage, but like dom sub kind of stuff. I like combat, female mm -hmm. combat. So a lot of my stuff gravitates towards that. Um, is there anything that you you bring to the table, like personally, that you're like, you know, this is my kink or this is one of my fetishes that when you shoot or something that you might want to shoot in the future? Uh, I don't know. I guess 
Not really. Mm-hmm. That's I, very normal. Like a yeah. lot of people just don't have it. I just like aim to please, you know. So like whatever I'm doing, if it's making someone happy, I'm really happy. There you go. Like for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm a lot of the same way. Like I I've found a way to kind of verbalize it a little yeah. better. Like. Basically, I am a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I know someone's enjoying themselves, I'm having yes. a good time. And it makes your yes. performance that much better. better yeah. yeah, definitely. So uh, last part, of, the second part of that question is in terms of your, um, in your own personal life, would you consider yourself to be more of a dominant persona or more submissive? Because that's another big question that we ask. A switch. A switch. Yeah. Yeah, but people love me submissive. <laughs> well, what are yes. the conditions where you yeah. turn dom? Is that more like private or just when you're just doing videos? Um, it's a, I mean, it's definitely private for sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm dominant like privately. Uh, then with our videos, I, I don't know, I can be dominant. Like if the other person is being more submissive, then I'll start the conversation, you know, and I'll talk to them and I'll like try to get them like being more like assertive too so mm-hmm. sometimes yeah I'll, I'll have to if I need to step it up I will but if someone else is like more out there then I'll kind of just like sit back and let them like you know do their thing and I'll just kind of pitch in and you know definitely yeah <laughs> being a switch yeah. I feel is like the most fun because it's just yeah. like yeah. Go with the flow. Very yeah. easy going. Depends what day it is, but it's like, all right, I can yeah. do this. I can be that. It's supposed to be full submissive or full dom. Yeah. Um, so for Madison, let's actually uh, uh, go on to you because I'm very curious as to how you got into it. Because I think, I can't remember how we met. I, I know we met probably through Rick. Definitely through Rick on but, one of your trips but there. But you just kind of <laughs> just popped up in the scene and I was like, holy shit, this girl, like, you had, like, the look, you had the physicality. You had the attitude. That body. Yeah, and then when I worked with you, I was just like, oh, she takes direction. She really wants to, like, make it look good. And so what brought you into this crazy world? Because you've been at it for how long now? Oh, I've been wrestling and modeling for, like, seven, eight years now. Mm -hmm. Um, So a long time. Um, What brought me on was essentially another model who worked for uh, Femme Wrestling Rooms. at the time, she was primarily a art nude model mm-hmm. who happened to work with Rick occasionally. Someone we know? Or? Um, you might know her. Her modeling name was Lilith. Lilith okay. Lene. She did like the Limp Lilith videos with Rick. Um, cool. I, I don't think... Her. I never met her, but... Yeah. yeah. She worked with him for a short time um, and introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of going into my background, um, I grew up as a kid with three brothers so i was you know very tomboyish already Mm -hmm. and um my brothers and i were super into uh you know wwe and wrestling so i would throw down in the living room with my (laughs) brothers you know couch wrestling living room wrestling you know doing all that fun stuff and uh that's kind of when i you know my fetish for wrestling started Mm -hmm. um and not only that, but my godmother, a very strong adult female role model in my life, was very into wrestling as well. And she took me to my first live show when I was in second grade. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was, <laughs> awesome. from the get-go, I'd always loved wrestling. Nice. Um, I started by meeting that model, yeah. um, who was also a swinger. So it was like my introduction to 
art nude modeling, wrestling, and swinging life, yeah. like, right out the gate. I was 19. Um, <laughs> all at once. All at once. Yeah. All at once. And it was really great for me because I had actually just gotten out of a horrible, like, relationship that was... Um, you know, very psychologically, emotionally abusive. So once that ended, I had this, you know, another female telling me, no, you are beautiful. You are strong. You know, you can do these things. You can also tell these people no. So it was kind of like one of those things, like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really cool. So that's Mm kind of how I started. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, like, I, I, I started doing better with the photography at first but as i learned more with the wrestling you know two two years later i was pretty popular already just with femme wrestling rooms and i decided to start doing like pro style training at that point um joined a school and i was with them for about a year uh but the only thing i didn't like about the indie wrestling scene is that they pay you 40 dollars for a match but they expect you to be there for six hours oh we did a we so did, i'm sure you're <laughs> we've done we, we've had a couple of uh, podcasts with pros and that's the same the same thing you. right so that was just kind of the thing with the indie scene it's like unless you're gonna really really go for the big time trying to be a wwe diva it's not really worth your time, mm-hmm. you know, or energy. So. Yeah, I mean, if you have, yeah, and that's, <clears throat> like I so said, we talked about it before. We're not going to get into it too deep here because, you know, uh, you guys don't probably don't want to do like a fully pro, uh, mm-hmm. pro podcast, but that's the big thing is that because a lot of these promoters know that uh, these women, their goal, I mean, it's more, pa- it's so much passion. They just mm-hmm. want to make it to that top yeah. spot mm-hmm. that they take advantage of it. Absolutely. They'll just be like, yeah, you can, yeah. you can drive seven hours and I'll pay you $25 to do 10 minutes uh, and then you can, yeah. Awful. yeah. And they, they, they walk away with the profits. Yep. And so when the girls like yourself and even you or anybody else goes like, well, what if I do these custom matches? They're paying me 10 times as much for a day's work. And those guys immediately put a big black mark on custom wrestling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Like if I do work with the indie scene, it's almost like if you do custom wrestling, like you're suddenly viewed as almost a hooker. Yeah. And oh, yeah. it's, it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, God forbid you wear a bikini. Right. God <laughs> forbid you wear a bikini. <laughs> that's, that's a big, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's go back. I do want to ask more about the, the wrestling stuff. Obviously that's one of my things. So yeah. I'm curious about it. So what was it about the wrestling that, uh, obviously when you're a kid, it hits you the same way it hit me where it's like, oh my God, it's Hulk Hogan or The Rock. Yeah. Or, and it's amazing. Look at the spectacle and the women look so beautiful and, and they're, but you're a kid. So you're kind of like, this is more like, wow. So at what point did it become more kinky for you? Um, Cause well, like, like I with mean, me, it's like way past puberty and you're like, there's something really sexy about the wrestling. <laughs> well, and that's kind of it is like. I love girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, it's like I get by wrestling. I get to touch and like whatever yeah. with all these girls. You're such a dude, <laughs> such a guy. <laughs> so I get to like touch these be girls like nice and be close to them, and yes. uh, I honestly love Look at that. The way <laughs> um, but no, like I love girls. Mm-hmm. So just being with a girl and like 
for me, like, I don't know if you know anything about, like, love languages, but mm-hmm. my number one love language is touch. Yeah. So when it comes to, like, any sexual interaction, it always starts with, like, a cute little yes. handhold or whatever, yeah. you know? I'm like, oh, my God, that person likes me. I'm yeah. the same way. You know? Subtlety yeah. is best. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I'm a very touch-oriented person. And even if, you know, the other girl I'm wrestling isn't into girls, like, I... I fantasize, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you have a yeah. spank bank. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, nothing wrong with that. But uh, but no, so another thing I think was a lot of our fans that are big into wrestling, that one of the dynamics I think that happens is what we were talking about you being a switch mm-hmm. um, and dominant personalities versus submissive personalities is the idea of like heel versus job, mm-hmm. right? Or baby face. You can call them whatever you want. Job mm-hmm. is more like the... That's an insult term, but baby yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, I'm awesome, I'm cute, everyone loves me. Right, <laughs> kind of like what we did today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might win, you might lose, but everyone loves you. Whereas yeah. Java's like, oh, she's gonna just lose. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, heel is gonna be your badass. You know, your yeah. sapphire. You know, Undertaker, mm-hmm. people like that. Yes. But that ended yeah. up translating through uh, a lot of kink as to like dominant versus submissive. Yeah. It's like here's me, I'm this cute baby face, and here's this badass girl who's gonna just destroy me. I'm excited. Yeah. Or the fans yeah. are excited because they get to see this happen. And so is that something that entered for you or because I I know yeah. that you've done both roles. So it it um for me it really resonates and I can almost like pinpoint some of the moments from my childhood where mm. like you know, me and my brothers were throwing down in the living room and mm-hmm. um so I grew up with primarily lots of, you know, male cousins and brothers and didn't really have like a ton of females around. Um but me and one of my other brothers would basically gang up on my youngest brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was kind of when I think I became like, I love dominating because I would literally just sit on top of my brother at the time. I didn't know what it was called. Schoolgirl pan style. <laughs> and I would literally just slap my brother, my youngest <laughs> brother, in the face until his face turned like cherry beet red. And he's laughing and crying at the same time. So he, in my mind, he loves it. You know? <laughs> but he's laughing and crying hysterically. And so, at, you know, at some point, you know, my other younger brother would be like oh I've had enough of her beating him up and would tear me off of him and then the two of them would like tag team me and then of course because I'm the girl when I start crying the parents get pissed Uh, (laughs) that's like I can like think back and I'm like no I love dominating men because Mm -hmm. of that like I'm just looking at their face and being like oh my god you hate this and love it at the same time kind of thing yeah. So, like, that for me is, like, yes, fuck <laughs> men up. <laughs> but um, when it comes to girls, like, I had one, one female cousin. So it was, like, whenever I would pick a fight with her, it was, like, we would get in trouble almost instantaneously. So it was always, like, a mentality in my head that you're not allowed to pick on girls, you're allowed to pick on boys. You're not allowed to pick on girls, you're allowed to pick on boys. So I'd much rather get beat up by a girl <laughs> than you know, beat Maybe up a girl. a girl. So I love being, you know, dominated, dominated by yeah, women, yeah. specifically. Mm-hmm. But oh, I was, can easily... Today was fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me, I was like, yeah. okay, let's do this. Well, Sapphire's good at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, Anne Marie actually pulled out some, some heel shit. So oh, fuck you. yeah. yeah. So I'm, ass. in a way, I'm very much like both... So you're a switch? Uh, yes. Okay. 
but it's very situational. That and I feel like that's the case for me and for a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. like it depends on who you're in the room with. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't really go for being dominated for the most part um, in videos and stuff like that. But in private stuff, like if, I've, if there's a woman who really knows how to key in to shit, mm-hmm. I'll be like, all right, we can do this. Yeah. But for the most part, I, t- I tend to be more dominant yeah. just because I feel like I'm safer and more in control. But if there's someone who knows what the fuck they're doing, right. then you, like, you can lose that control. It's like, oh, this person can pick yeah. me up, put me down. Safely, I can make it look brutal in a wrestling match. Yeah. But I don't feel the fear of like she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. And that's a big thing for me. Like when I'm being dominated, I love feeling that lack of control. Mm -hmm. That lack of control is like key. Like I can just like relax and give myself to them. Like they have me. (laughs) I like to be thrown around. (laughs) And they care about you. Exactly. But they're also putting on the, they're they're dominating. Yeah. Yeah. You know that they're being safe. They're being 100% cognizant of your body language and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's the same thing with BDSM stuff. Absolutely. When you're, when you're whipping somebody, flogging somebody, caning somebody, it's always you have to keep in touch and make mm-hmm. sure that the signals are there, make sure that, they, that they're okay with what's happening, even though what's happening is that you're beating the shit out of them. Yeah. But you're enjoying the pain, you're enjoying the endorphins, then the control. So that's why it's wrestling so interesting because all of that goes into play. Mm-hmm. I remember I did a video once where I was just like, look, this guy really wants me to fucking pull your hair. And she's like, yeah i think one of my biggest fantasies for a video is like i really want to be dominated in a video by anyone but i want to have pigtails so it's like actual pigtail pulling Mm. wrestling video (laughs) next time you come through he's like check (laughs) we will literally shoot that for you you just gotta text me when you drive down right remember the pigtail conversation we had (laughs) and we'll totally do it okay (laughs) We're, we aim to please. Yes, um, perfect. So I don't want to. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. So, would you consider yourself in your personal life more of a switch, uh, or like, is it sixty forty, seventy thirty? Um, yeah, I guess it. It is pretty evened out. Um, I guess it really depends on what I'm doing. Because there's a lot of women who are in this industry and like they're so used to having to be on top of things and in control and planning dates yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But the moment that they're able to just lose control, they're like, fuck it, I'm submissive. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what it comes down to for me is like, I have so much I'm doing all the time. Like, I'm a full-time student. I'm a wrestler. I'm a model. I'm, you know, sister, mm-hmm. whatever, you know? And uh, that, when it comes to my personal life, it's like, yeah, it's so so nice to just yeah. <laughs> let go, Calgon, dominate me, me yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, so, so I would say you probably lean more towards being dominant in your social life. Yeah. Professional. And in a professional setting, I'm a lot more dominant. But I'm also so good at it. That's, yeah. you know. Um, well, but I mean, when a lot it of comes guys who get beat up in your sessions a lot. Yeah. Or most sessions are like military dudes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They're used to just being in control all day and then at the end they're like, can this woman just stand on me for like, yeah. you know, stomp my face or <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. beat me yep. up or put me in scissors and stuff like that. Yes. So, yeah. Um, okay, so I don't want to get too far ahead so let's go back to your entry into the fetish world. Okay. <laughs> so Where you're, you're into wrestling. Yes. Uh, what was your first... Uh, did you do more like glamour shots at first? No, I just more? started um, kind of like, yeah, I guess 
my first like two or three were like more glamour and then I was pretty much right out the gate because yeah. I was involved in the swinger community at the okay. time right out the gate I went into like nude contacts, yeah. yeah art nude modeling and what was easy is I already had a friend who was into the art nude modeling scene so you know I got a lot of advice from her and how to book shoots and you know all that um kind of advice you should give to a new model mm -hmm. you know so just making contacts that way and what you know your, making your, more and more what were your first shoots like what were the themes um um honestly some of my favorite it was like art nude modeling in the desert mm -hmm. you know um <laughs> yeah, yeah just being nude in nature one of my favorite things like if you want to take pictures of me naked outside i'm down you know what's so funny it's like back in the day that would be scandalous but yeah oh i the, love it because we have so many friends that do that yeah. especially in georgia there's tons of like creeks and lakes and, mm -hmm. oh it's you know, beautiful, so yeah. beautiful i just yeah. went on a hike today nice. oh, one of my friends just did this <laughs> like weird it was like a it wasn't weird it was amazing but it was like a, a siren theme so mm, like she's totally. in the river and she's wearing like a white dress that's and she's like awesome. taking water and i like, kind of pouring almost over, so. brother so where i thousand that's exactly yeah. that's exactly oh, what i just watched nice. that movie the other day <laughs> That's exactly the thing she was going for, but it was like a see-through white dress. So it was beautiful. There was a nudity was there, but it was like very, yeah, very casual and like yeah. very, very sexy, very uh, sensual. But I feel like that's not even. Um, it's that's so like uh, it's so almost like vanilla now to be able to do art. Yeah, it's yeah, like no big it's deal really anymore. not a big deal. It's like feet, feet are so like yeah. complex. Now. Yeah, for me, like. So the first several times I went to a swingers club, like, I was really shy because I had just gotten out of this, like, horrible relationship, yeah. right? Like, I was not comfortable in my own skin. So, mm -hmm. like, for me to just be, like, in lingerie at a swingers club where all these people are, like, running around naked and, like, fucking, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, oh, my God, don't look at me. <laughs> That's, like, but, deep end of the pool right Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah, it is. It was, but it was so... So, like, I honestly am so glad that my friend brought me into that community because everybody is so just accepting. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, you're you, you know, be comfortable in your skin. You know, you're beautiful. Like, they're always so willing yeah, to compliment yeah. you, so you know? So here's a question I have because, like, I... I've been part of a lot of open communities, mm -hmm. but I don't think I've ever done the swinger thing. It yeah. just, it's not something that I've ever wanted to do, but I don't look down on it. My yeah. question about it is one of the big issues, or I guess it would be like a bad stereotype when it comes to the swinger stuff, is that it can be aggressive. Where someone's like, hey, you're here, so I'm gonna try to like hit on you or come on to you. So um, it's not yeah. even, okay, so it depends on the scenario. As a single female going into that setting, mm -hmm. anybody's gonna come up to you. But if you go in there as a couple, there is like there is actually an etiquette to it. I would love to hear this. There is an etiquette to it. So like say if you and your wife were to go to a swingers club mm -hmm. and somebody wanted to have sex Where's with your Jackie? wife. Honey. <laughs> what are you doing this week? No, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, if someone wanted to have sex with your wife, they would actually have to come to you, introduce themselves to you and say, Hey, I'm interested. <laughs> And having sex with your wife, oh, is that yes. something you're okay with? Or what are you okay with happening? Is she interested in me? Kind of thing. That's interesting. And, so and they come to the men? To the men. So the men will come <laughs> to the men. And for instance, if this girl, like say you wanted to have sex with another man's wife, mm -hmm. you would go up to that other man and say, hey, I'm interested in your girl. Kind of thing. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's it's actually a huge etiquette thing when it comes to swinging like, lifestyle. Do you feel like, what if someone came up to you and said like, well, I feel that's sexist because you're going to the man. Why not come to me and ask me directly? Well, it all depends on the couple's relationship. So if the guy goes like, you know what, ask her. Exactly. Then he's been given permission oh. to talk to her directly. And she could be like, no, I'm not into that. Exactly. It's, it's a total etiquette thing. It's just kind of like, hey, I'm interested in her. Can I talk to I like her? That. I like the fact that there are pre-established rules. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, there really is. I'm um, very ignorant when it I always just assume it was willy-nilly. It's like when you go to an orgy, you know, it's like, does everybody just fuck? Or <laughs> yeah. did you walk in and be like, excuse me, can I get in on this? Or, yeah. Is someone, to get, is someone able, like, able to go like, no, thank you? Definitely, or, yeah. And, and you are at any point. Like, you yeah. can just say, no, nope, sorry. And it's not always sex. It could be other Absolutely, activities. absolutely. Like, because um, when I went to the swingers clubs, like, I never actually had sex with anyone there. But I had met, like, plenty of people who were. Yeah. And so they were like, well, you're not going to do those things. Like, what are you willing to do? And I was like, I don't know. You can watch me dance on the strip pole or, you know, um, you part, can give me yeah. a foot massage or anything, you know. There's a part um, table over there. Yeah, because some people, like, they just wanted to touch you. Like, you know, like, you're a beautiful girl. Can I just... Can I just interact with Can you? I just interact with you? Exactly. I yeah. did, that makes a lot more sense now because I did get invited to a swingers club. I don't know if my wife knows. <laughs> a long time ago, I got invited to a swingers club, and there was this girl who was just like, "You should come out because I think you know things will happen." And I'm just like, "Yeah." Oh. So I go, and um, it was this club on the outskirts of town, which was made me nervous. But it was this huge warehouse. Mm -hmm. The thing that was cool about it is each uh, it had like different rooms that were all themed. Yeah. So there was one that was like a classroom. Like, and there was one like that was like a, like a baby room with a crib. I was like, okay. <laughs> Another one was just a toilet by itself in a way that you can slide underneath it. I'm like, oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> There was another one that had mats, so if you wanted yeah, to yeah. do like wrestling and grappling, you could do that. So totally. It was like, and I was like more like interested in the architecture. I was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah, they had a bed in the middle with these sheets that were like, like very sheer, mm -hmm. but the lighting was from the um, inside. So when people were fucking, all you saw was the shadows. Oh, Silhouettes. Cool. And it was like rows of seats around where you could just sit down like, you know, eat popcorn. Yeah, no, <laughs> legit. Like the swingers cool. club I went to in Phoenix, um, there were a couple different rooms, right? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of not totally themed like that, just more like different themed sex rooms. Mm -hmm. Some of them would have windows on them. So like you could watch through the window to what's going on in that room. Was it like a one-sided window kind of thing? Um, like... Some of them were one-sided. Some of them were two-way windows, mm -hmm. you know, like a normal window. And then one of them's like the police window where you can see and yeah. not out or something. <laughs> the police window. And then um, there was like another little uh, kind of staged area, two staged areas in the front, one with a strip pole where anyone could kind of come and watch mm -hmm. and then another room that was like two strip poles and some couches and only couples were allowed in that room um so it was kind of like a room just for couples mm -hmm. or single women typically <laughs> um but yeah it's like swingers clubs are super cool like that like you can just kind of go in there and you know talk to whoever meet whoever and you know make make whatever you want to happen or not. I mean, it's very similar to the BDSM parties I've been Absolutely. to. Absolutely. But that's a little different where you know what kind of play is going to happen. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to 
I'm a dom, would you like me to vlog you, or are you into what kind of play? But it's yeah. the same thing. I think the only thing that, you know, for some of these BDSM parties, they omit sex. Yeah. Not all of them. There's some that Absolutely. straight up will be like, okay, afterwards, you got to take care of me. Uh, being the aftercare, whether that's mm -hmm. more like, hey, we're going to just lay down and talk, or are we going to actually do something that's a little more intimate? Mm -hmm. But it sounds very similar. I had no idea. See, this is why I like doing the podcast, because I'm learning stuff. Learns. Yeah. I always thought swinger clubs were just like, hey, baby. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Is that your wife? She's hot. <clears throat> Go get a drink. And then you take her away. <laughs> yeah. They all have southern accents in my head. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because you're in Georgia. <laughs> Even in London, they're like, hey, baby. <laughs> no, but uh, that's... Um, that's that's okay. So Oops. so now we're going into the the swingers uh, club life. But when did you start doing stuff where you were like shooting a clip and you're like, oh, this is this is fetish. This is kink. Um. Well, because the wrestling stuff, obviously, to a degree, is a lot of fun. But I'm sure Rick and myself too have shot stuff where you're like, oh, this is more like kinky. Like. Well, yeah. Like know? when a girl sits on my face. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, this not, is really kinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they call it a reverse <laughs> schoolgirl face Dude, sit. Dude, you, you know Rikishi, right? Rikishi, yeah. Right? He would straight up no, totally. put someone in the corner and just back his ass up. Oh and my just, god. Yeah, so... This guy was like 300 pounds. He was just, maybe more. So interesting enough, my godmother is related to the Anawaki family, which is like Rikishi and like all of them. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> And so that's why she was like totally into. Well, what's the difference? Isn't that weird? Like, um, even the face it had pro wrestling elements. Exactly, yeah. it does. It really does. Um, well, like I said before, anytime I wrestle a girl, it's like fetishy, kinky <laughs> for me. Um, certainly, there's some girls that you just have sparks with, and I'm sure, like. Well, I know Rick has done. Rick preceded uh, what we were doing with with uh, SSP. With his more his sexier content, now, yeah, he, he so, does some good night kisses videos, yeah, yeah. you know, on his uh, uh mixed fin or his whatever his non femme wrestling rooms yeah. clips for sale store. I mean, they're easy to find. We'll, yeah. we'll find out what they are. But what? Um, so was that the first time you were like, okay, this is more for titillation and not so much? Well, the first time he asked me, I was like, hell yeah, I'll make out with a girl and wrestle her. Like, <laughs> is this? Yes. You literally sounded like my friend Sin Sage right there. That's yeah, I love Sin. <laughs> Everyone loves Sin. She can wrestle, make out with me anytime she wants. She is one of the most sensual people I've ever met. Oh my god, she's for like, real. She's like a ball of like, just that energy. Sensualness, I know. Like, I, I think at one point when we were at a concert, she ordered a drink and I'm like, you made that look hot. How the fuck is yeah. that? Yeah, no, she's like amazing. Yeah, she is. Um, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> but no, my question is, when were you shooting something? You're like, this is totally just a fetish clip. Um, whether it was bondage or whether it was, in your case, like spanking. Or right. God, I don't know because... Was it pre-wrestling or post-wrestling? Was it after that? I suppose it was post-wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's just like... I realized pretty quickly after starting wrestling that obviously there's a fetish for everything. Yeah. You know, by um, meeting my model friend who brought me in, basically, you know, she did all sorts of kind of stuff, you know, just like the foot fetish thing and like, you know, she would have men come film her while she showered or, you know, whatever, just mm -hmm. all these things. 
and not only that, but being involved in the swingers community, you meet all these people who have their own little kinks, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, you'd go into a swingers club and somebody's into bondage or somebody's into spanking or whatever. So, like, I knew right away, like, there's fetish for everything. Mm -hmm. So it didn't really surprise me um, when I started doing, like, spanking or bondage or, like, foot fetish or whatever. Were those Um, the big three when you started? um, Yeah, like, spanking and bondage um, were kind of just, like, my go-tos because... That that always seems to be the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I can really resonate with um, both of them because... With bondage, you're being tied up. You you are literally being dominated by being tied up. And kind of that sense of, like, I can just relax and, like... Let it's the loss of control. The, the loss yeah. of control. Mm-hmm. So that I could really resonate with. And the spanking, too, like... Um, not a lot of people know this about me, but um, I struggled with, like, depression at a very young age. So um, I actually, like, self-mutilated for a long time. And by that, I do mean cutting myself. I have Um, have a lot of friends that went through that. So spanking was kind of a way for me to transition from Mm. me hurting myself to other people doing it for me. You know, so then, yeah, in a safer manner, I guess, where (laughs) I'm not just like scarring my body to pieces, but I'm still getting that like kind of physical relief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, I feel like um, that is that's something that those two things connect very specifically. Yes, um, I 100% agree. Yeah, and, um, and you're right. It's, it's a way to get those endorphins mm-hmm. kicking in without leaving scars. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's why I think bondage and BDSM, especially BDSM, anything where you're getting spanked or flogged in a mm-hmm. sensible manner, oh, yeah. uh, it can be so, it could be such a huge release. Yeah. You know? and yeah. It's, it's very therapeutic. It's very. very to the point where like, I think for, um, for a lot of people, it's something that they just do on the regular because uh-huh. it keeps your brain where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the people that I've met that do this have had, um, pasts that were, that, you know, were filled with, with, with trauma. Yeah. And so when people look down on BDSM and stuff like that, I always kind of laugh at those people. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Like, like we, people don't understand how much it helps me. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's safe. As long as you're working with people who are safe, you can yeah. have an amazing experience. If you have a good session, you walk out of there on you know, on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, I'm sorry you have to go through all that, but I'm um, glad that you found an outlet. Yeah. I, I thankfully got help pretty young. So like I didn't, um, like I started struggling with depression probably when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. I, uh, started seriously hurting myself when I was 12. By the time I was in, I was 15. By the time I was 15, I was like severely, self-mutilating and mm. you know i was experimentally using drugs and drinking and stealing my parents vehicles that they kind of decided to send me to an all-girls therapeutic boarding school oh, wow. like it was it was really like serious like i was headed down the <laughs> wrong road <laughs> um and after basically like a year and a half of treatment, um, I graduated the program and I got out and then uh, I started, you know, trying to find things to uh, release those energies in a different way. And that was when I kind of started um, rock climbing, which is one of my biggest hobbies mm-hmm. um, outside of wrestling at this point in my life. Well, physical, I mean, physical activities 
um, they do, I mean, they really do help, uh-huh. and, uh, especially stuff like that. And, and a lot of the wrestling now actually makes more sense in that way, because when you're dealing with wrestling, especially if you're, when you're working with what we're doing, it's more staged. Yeah. But there is that physicality. Right? Absolutely. You're, you're walking up with somebody, you're moving, you're getting yes. slammed, you're slamming somebody. Yes. You're, you're putting yourself in this headspace for your role-playing dominance, submission, uh-huh. I'm a bad guy, I'm a good guy. Yeah. So that's a good release. It's a good way to like, you know, get that. But if you're doing stuff like that, like rock climbing, fuck that. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't climb shit. So yeah. I, give, I have to give it up to you. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that this is getting you, I mean, obviously you're far away from where you were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you seem to be, to be very well adjusted. And yes. And you're, you're so much fun to, to be around and work with and you're awesome. Yeah. So I feel like you, the path you've taken has taken you to a really good place. I, I agree. Like I actually, um, I feel like if it weren't for wrestling and it weren't for rock climbing, I would be a very lost woman in this world. So what it makes you think, because there's so many women I feel that have gone through what you've been through that don't have that outlet. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. Really? I mean, it's, you can't save the world, but I kind of want to just get on a megaphone and be like, guys, get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have somebody flog you. Or you know what? Be a dom for a bit. You know, just, just really. Just it out. Let out. Crush this. men with your legs. Dude. Do it. Yes. Why not? <laughs> get into There's that. There's so much pent up shit that we all have. I mean, I do too. And I think what I shoot and what I, when I'm wrestling, when I'm helping my wife shoot her videos, I feel like I'm getting out so much energy. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, because you know, running a camera when you're holding that camera and you're constantly moving the way that you are watching me, like yeah. I, it's like doing tai chi. It's just like yeah, it's a lot of work, and you're doing yeah. all these moves. By the time I'm done, I'm just like, oh, I feel like I got stuff you're out. Productive, yes. But also <laughs> with my dom side, if I'm doing a match where I'm the bad guy, there is a part of me that that feeds yes. into that. Yeah, like I get to control somebody, and I get to really get that part of me going. I don't get to lose much. Yeah. So maybe next time we'll just put you in pigtails. You can kick my ass. <laughs> um, I was going to say, you're kind of talking about the last video we did together where you just did like an entire video of you giving me like pile driver after pile driver yes. after pile driver. But the problem with that video is like, I, I love pile drivers, but like, I feel like if we did an actual match, yeah. we could do some really serious shit. Yeah. So next yeah. time we'll put you in pigtails and I'll just beat the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> and then we'll do a reverse video where you get like revenge or something. Yeah. Like that. So that'll be good. Um, but yeah, no, going back to it, um, yeah, it, I, it really feels like therapy. And a lot of people look down on what we do because it's just outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when I talk to the people that, that are in the BDSM community or do fetish, as we have talked here on the podcast, they're really well adjusted, man. Yeah. They got their energies out the right way. They're just working shit out. Uh, even if they have problems, they can filter it through the, the fetish and like just take stuff out on like some or submissive who wants yeah. to like, like go ahead and take it out on me yeah know? within safety you know within yeah, yeah, safety. Yeah. so that's a really interesting point and the fact that you are like i said as well adjusted and and doing so well compared to where you were you know when you were 15 16 years old yeah absolutely it's uh it's kind of crazy to think back um because like in my personal life right now, I have I also have a sister who's you know a bit younger than I am, mm-hmm. and she's almost struggling with kind of the exact same feelings that I struggled with, and it's kind of like helps me look back at where I was and where I am now, and to be a positive role model on her to mm-hmm. help her hopefully move through it 
faster and help her realize like no you are beautiful and you you are talented and you can do the things you want to do and like here's rock climbing yeah here's, here's rock climbing um here's wrestling uh here's whatever you want to do really yeah yeah because uh, once again there's just so many opportunities there's, yeah, there's so much <laughs> shit that goes on internally um that it's it's really good to to have some sort of outlet for it and mm -hmm. when i think about these when well, like we you know we get people who accuse myself and my wife of not having a conventional lifestyle it's like, <laughs> you do this for a living you have no kids i'm like but you know what we get we we get our shit out yeah like we yeah. keep we stay sane mm -hmm. and i feel like this is a good way to do that yes um so that's a good that's that's good that you brought light to that because it feels like it's 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 not just therapeutic for the fans it's therapeutic for the models as well yeah absolutely um and now i'm going to switch to something lighter because ah. i feel like I, I, lift uh, up the roof <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no that was awesome uh no i truly appreciate you telling that story thank you very much yeah because i feel like it's very personal and, yeah, yeah thanks for letting me be here no thank you for being here <laughs> let's just keep gushing yes, no, you're beautiful no, I'm beautiful. she's blonde no you're blonde <laughs> um no but uh so moving on um uh, the same kind of questions i asked violet um when uh what kind of uh kinks do you bring to the table when you film obviously we, you have a bit of, of subdom uh -huh. you, know, you have a little bit of that going back and forth yeah definitely oh here's an example i was going to tell you so my friend tracy she came to a shoot and she uh she said that she had never realized that she was into spandex until she wore it so that's oh, the kind yeah. of question i meant to ask okay, so like, yeah. was there anything that happened in a shoot where you're like oh i kind of Definitely latex. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And what was the first time? I was like, yes. It was like this corset thing, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like yeah. sexy. I like. It's just, yeah, for me, it's just like if I feel sexy in an outfit, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it the actual like latex with the actual? Like, yeah, it was like the down. really tight latex. I didn't have to be oiled down. I haven't done that yet, so I guess that's something I would want to do. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, get you some latex yeah. like the kind you can oil down. Mm -hmm. Walk out to the pool. You'll get people with iPads. Like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow at one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It's the sexiest mm -hmm. thing. Sexiest. Thing. It really is. Yeah. And I think what's great about latex, it's very untouchable. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to touch anybody. Do not let anybody touch you when you're at latex. <laughs> you're covered in oil. No one. If you yeah. touch that, you create like the smudge. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah that's so no one can touch you. Women nice. love wearing it, no especially the meet and greet at fetish uh -huh. con, because women will come out head to toe latex looking like goddess. can't touch us <laughs> yep and a guy be like oh but, uh, and they'd just be like no it's the ultimate like talk to the fucking hand like, <laughs> yeah don't, don't, don't touch me and most of the guys so, all of the guys there know not to touch somebody wearing latex yeah nice. so it's almost like a force field yeah it's like i can be sexy but don't touch me that makes me like it even more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. yeah but so you you like to be in sexy outfits Oh. Do you prefer bikinis, one pieces, boots, knee pads? Do you like like the shiny, shimmery stuff? Because we have so many people who are into the gear. Yeah, for me, um, I'm... Okay, so my two favorite qualities about myself are my abs and my ass. You know? Because for a woman to have abs, like it takes a lot of work yeah. to get there. And um, just my ass is my favorite asset. <laughs> um, also, probably because I like asses on other women. <laughs> Makes sense. So fan, like, I'm, sure, I'm sure your fans agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not like a huge boob person, so it doesn't matter so much. But for me, if You're like... so much like Sensei. Yeah. <laughs> she hates big boobs. Yeah. She likes like the A and Bs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, I guess I just like, like, a more natural-looking woman. Um, so for me, it's like, yeah, like, I, I kind of have a fetish for that girl-next-door mm-hmm. look, you know? Like, I, I want her to look real, like a real woman, yeah, you know? Both. Not like, you know, the fake tits or the fake ass mm-hmm. or whatever. I feel um, like fake tits are interesting true. because, like, and I'm not saying that because my wife has them, but, like, I feel it's more like if they're done well... Yeah. They could look beautiful. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. But if and you I go agree. like berserk, then it's like harder to kind of grave that. But yeah. there's a fetish for that too. So Absolutely. Yeah. I but like I guess for me it's just like um there are certainly some women with fake boobs that look good. You know? Certainly I'm not gonna say there isn't, because no, I know no. there is. It just depends but on the boob job itself. It really yeah. does does. It depends like does that woman no- look natural that way or does she not? Like, I, mean, I had a girl who I knew who did like the the what the injection. Fake Oh the lips yeah. up. And I always yeah. had that weird preconceived notion of like, oh it's gonna look ridiculous. And no, it looked good because she just had just a little bit, so it's just kind mm-hmm. of. And she showed up at parties, just like, plumped up. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's just how much you do it. Uh huh. Yeah. There's people who just like go overboard. Overboard. Yeah, no doubt. God, guys get. I mean, guys too. Fucking, I'm not gonna just say about women. There's guys it's, who get yeah. fucking calf implants and shit like that. Really? Yeah, dude. There was a show I watched where the guy, there's a guy who just, all he did was work out. He was like this Jersey boy and he just. He cut, Skip leg day? He, no. He, <laughs> so he, he, he kept them. doing legs, but he couldn't get his calves, his calves okay. to be bigger. And he went and got implants. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. It, it was insane. And then the, the funniest part of that show is at the end, he shows up to a club to show off his new calves. <laughs> and no one said shit about it that were female. Like all the men were just like, what the fuck? The guy got calf implants? <laughs> So he goes to like his bros and he's like, yo man, check out my calves. And the bros are like, yeah, dude, fucking rocking calves. So like the guys ended up appreciating it more than the girls. So That's I thought that was funny. Cool. That's hilarious. That really funny. Yeah. But uh, I think we went on the sidetrack. Yeah, yeah, we did. So you like the more natural look? Yeah. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> your own, your own kinks and fetishes? Is that what Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My own kinks and fetishes. I mentioned this earlier, but like kind of like bondage and spanking. Oh, no, we were talking about um, your, the outfits you want to wear. Oh, like what? Oh. Oh, the yes. outfits. Yeah, um, what, what gear feels sexiest on you? Is it lingerie? Mm. Is it more like a one-piece bikini look? Is it just like you jeans know what? and a t-shirt? You know? I think for me, like, and obviously, like, I get to wrestle girls in bikinis, but sure. um, I love doing girl-girl photo shoots mm-hmm. <laughs> because you get to first touch a girl, but you can also, like, create this fantasy Simulate world of, like, this yeah. sensual, like, Oh my God, she's so into me and I'm so into her and it's so beautiful and she's so sexy and I'm sexy and like, yes, this is what I want to do and where I want to be. So it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter what I'm wearing as long as like I'm making her feel good and you know, I'm feeling good. Like it's, it's again, like I'm a people pleaser. So it's not even about the attire. Yeah, not really. No, it's about like the feeling of it in general. With anything, with my wrestling, with my sessioning, like, if I'm having a good time, like, I feel good. Yeah, I only ask because I get so many people emailing me going, like, you know, it has to be a one-piece suit. This is the only thing that I think a woman looks good in. Or a woman has to be wearing a thong, or it has to be a bikini, or it has to be shiny, or it has to be... Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting... Sometimes I feel like the guys care more than the The guys seem to care more, I think. Oh, don't even... You're <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bad about that because you're that you're absolutely 100 percent right yeah because i am actually like i don't go shopping 
all the clothes I have, all the shoes I have, mm-hmm. have pretty much been gifted. Are you to the me. same way? Do you just like no. I don't care what I'm I wearing. love shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 tired. Like if someone's like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a photo shoot with you." Like, what do you feel sexiest then? Yeah. Um, or you're like, I don't care. Just put me in whatever you think. Um, I guess mine p- comes more down to colors than like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have Not colors. so much like the, the material. Yeah, I I'm kind of like I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of picky. Like I hate when these photographers like bring me shorts that are too small and they oh. want me to like squeeze my little butt into these shorts. Like, your butt, yeah, oh, your yeah. butt is already. So it's already little, but they get they still bring me shorts that are too small. So I hate that when mm-hmm. I like I hate when they're like the my butt, butt's the, getting squished. Yeah, and so it makes yeah. it even smaller. No, Not I even. Like yeah. the Daisy Duke effect. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's It's so, just you're just getting compressed. There can be there can be wardrobe problems, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh they usually like want me to bring my own wardrobe and I'll just bring like basic stuff. Whatever. I do love Leotards. I'm a big mm. fan of one pieces for sure. <laughs> Crop tops and sh- like high waisted shorts. It's, yeah, right. There's interest- yeah. it's interesting because a lot Socks. of a lot of the wrestlers that we work with, they'll either gravitate towards two piece or one piece. Yeah. So I've always found that interesting. It's yeah. like what makes, and I think it's because There's just the body one. contour. It's like, I definitely yeah. have a Daisy Duke fetish. Yeah, definitely. And that's yeah. probably from being an Arizona girl. Like <laughs> I grew up around cowboys. So and white like, beaters, like the cross yes. beater. That's always sexy. You put a girl in a sexy little white beater yeah. and like some jean shorts. You're like, yes. yes. And she's playing pinball. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Or pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, lean over that table. Hit those balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I don't feel like I'm the guy in this room. <laughs> no. Tonight, the, the role of man will be played by Madison. <laughs> Dude, freaking Michelle catches me staring at women all the time. Yeah. All the time, just like... Yeah. No, I definitely. <laughs> that's a very around. interesting dynamic too. I think that's another thing that's really positive about what we do is that that there isn't that that weird jealousy. Like I'll be at a at a bar with my wife, and a girl will walk by, and we'll both kind of be like, "All right, so would you hire her to be a loser in a match? Or a winner? Or what kind of lingerie would <laughs> she look good? Yeah. yeah. My wife would be like, she has a nice big ass, so probably you know, maybe like a one piece. You know, we'll have this nice. conversation while having beers. That's awesome. That's great. And she's like, here, I'll give her a card. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So moving forward. So okay. We've done. Um, you're now in the world of fetish. Yes. Um, and you started to travel this this year. Is this your biggest travel spree so far? Um. Yeah. Three months. By the time I get home, it'll be three months. So I'm like kind of almost two and a half Dang. months in now. Um, the biggest reason I don't travel very much in general is because I'm a full-time student. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this would be my longest, uh, time traveling. Yes. I traveled last year for like uh, two months. This year it's three months, which is kind of like, I could really only do like three and a half at the yeah. most, you know? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a long that's, stretch. Yeah. It is. And if it I'm is, gone for a week, um, I get fucking antsy. Yeah, yeah, and it is definitely getting exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like yesterday, I wrestled for six hours, and then today I was working with you for another several hours. Jesus. So <laughs> I think I, I think I made a grunting sound when I picked up a gallon of milk today. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we're on the same page. Yes, six hours of wrestling, gallon of milk. We're good. Yeah. Um, well, so let me ask you guys a dual question um, in terms of this life that you're living now, because you are fetish. Producers, or you don't produce yet, or are you doing more like modeling so far? More modeling. Are you doing any production at all? Um, so I am 
heavily uh, thinking about it? contemplating it. Oh. I'm working in that direction. I am not a official producer, but certainly I'm not going to not produce. I feel like um, eventually that's the track. It is definitely on track. Like, mm. as you may know, I bought my own wrestling ring this year. Nice. Yes. Where's yes. Awesome. You um, didn't buy this out. <laughs> I haven't set it up yet. So that's kind of what's like... So basically, I have my own wrestling ring. I need to get a location. That's awesome. Um, once I have that, of course, I will say, yeah. everybody, come <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> I'll probably start it out by having a nice little wrestling party. We have to think of like a cool name for your company, too. Oh, I got it. What is don't it? Don't worry. I can't tell you. Don't you don't want to say it? I can't say it yet. Okay. I got it. I got it kind ready. of... I'll tell you privately because I don't think you'll take it privately, but I can't. Well, I, just, I like puns, so I was thinking of your name. I was like, Madison. Like, you use the word mad in there somewhere? Like, oh. <laughs> don't walk away, Madison, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you privately. Okay. And every, all our fans will have to wait to find out. Um, but We're all a little essentially, Madison. the company I want to start is like not only wrestling. Like, obviously, I'm going to do wrestling. It's yeah. kind of hard not to because yeah. that's what I specialize in. But I you also want, yeah, really exactly. And you're good at it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, besides wrestling, I want my company to kind of be a mixture of, you know, wrestling and of bondage and of spanking and, um, you know, just showing how you know, women can be strong and beautiful and feminine at the same time, yeah. you know, um, yes. while also, you know, enjoying the other things, you yeah. know, and being dominated. That's exciting. That's great. You know, I always like it when, when, uh, people that I work with start to produce. Yeah. It, it makes me, I mean, I'm a fan of the stuff, so I'm just like, let's see what you can do. Yeah. And the biggest me, thing holding me back is school. <laughs> well, you got to get through that. First. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Going down, uh, you're, you've been traveling, you've been shooting, um, you're starting to become almost like a, almost like a, a veteran, a little bit. You kind of, you, you've been doing this for a bit. So uh, I'll ask you a couple of questions that we get all the fucking time. One of them is, what are your biggest pet peeves about the biz? Like, what are the things that like bug you? Because. Um, just fucking last minute session requests. <laughs> oh, you're a session wrestler as well? Yeah, yeah. I started sessioning last year. Well, and, you do not do sessions, correct? Session? No. Then, like, yeah, you don't. She do that. doesn't know. If you, if you said it that way, you probably don't do that. What no. else? Um, I think someone's going like. Yeah. So yeah. basically, session wrestling. Okay, so session wrestling, like, <laughs> session wrestling is essentially your fan base yeah. wanting to wrestle you. So, like, you have men out there that love to be dominated in wrestling, and they want you to wrestle them. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. And and it's kind of a whole... You charge, like, by the hour as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. <clears throat> um, it's a whole spread. So, some of what I do is a lot like Rick's stuff, mm -hmm. and some of what I do is much more competitive in nature. So, like, yeah. I'm actually, you know, grappling with a guy. Dang. You know, a grown man. You know, I actually did a match with um, a guy that was like, you know, twice my size. He was like 200 plus pounds. And grappling? Grappling. Yeah, Rick has asked me about Kicked that before. Ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but him beating me up, not me beating up. No, no, no. no. That would be no. a fantasy yeah. still. So that's, yeah. yeah, so that's still. So, so that's, yeah. Full, so, com full comp? With no, the, I don't offer full comp. I <laughs> offer semi comp. Yeah. Um, 
basically, I think if they're asking for full comp, they must be crazy. You know, I don't want I always advise people to not do full comp. Yeah. There's guys out there who want to... And not only that, but half the time when I do, you know, um, the people who still are willing to do my semi-competitive stuff, you know, we get pretty athletic with it, you know? Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun. And that's basically how I describe the difference between semi-comp and competitive is we should both still be having fun. It's about having fun in a wrestling nature, a wrestling competitive nature. It's not about hurting each other. But obviously these guys love it when I can make them tap. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually had a session recently where um, he told me I was the first girl to ever make him tap. So that's like super cool when I get that. They're like, oh my God. And not only that. What happened with a big guy? Oh, the guy that was like, uh, he was, yeah, he was twice my size. Yeah, I totally kicked his ass. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's like kind of one thing I love, love, love about session wrestling is that um, basically these men, you know, they want to wrestle me and then they start wrestling me and they're like, you know, I'm 117 pounds. I'm not very big. I look small and feminine, you know, in my photos and everything. But then, you know, they wrestle me and they're like, oh my God, you're so much stronger than I thought you were. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. Well, that's one of the great misconceptions uh, when it comes to working with models, uh, and I learned it very early on, was that it, it's not the size. It's like, not. I remember when I first worked with Anne Marie, um, you know, she's this teeny tiny flake of a girl. Well, she's my size. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I saw you like on the street, I'd be like, all right, she's slender, you know, she's the girl next door, she's cute. Um, I wouldn't imagine that you'd be able to pick somebody up over their shoulder and like press them, you know? Yeah. And with Anne-Marie, like what I, what you don't know is what kills you because like what what I didn't know about her is that she spends most of her days working a job where she's lifting shit. Like she's just Mm -hmm. straight up both arms lifting stuff. Like she, she does, uh, she's got a couple, I'm not going to name where she does, but she does stuff where she's constantly physically interacting with heavy shit. Mm -hmm. And so when she shows up and you see her like, oh, look at that little thing. Mm -hmm. And she's suddenly fucking, you know, torture racking you for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how is this girl squatting? me right now yeah because that's all she does is, yeah is up. So you, ne- you always have to don't ever like underestimate yeah. your opponent yeah and that happens a lot in session wrestling yeah absolutely yeah i um i love it because i a lot of the times for, when i'm doing semi competitive sessions i like to do arm wrestling mm-hmm. in them so i'll do like arm wrestling at the beginning and at the end i'll do right arm and left arm at the beginning and yeah. at the end and it's super cool because that, like, maybe at the beginning of the session, like, you know, I'm really, really trying to, you know, arm wrestle these guys and I can't get it. But then, like, by the end of the session, I have endurance and they don't. Yeah. So at the end of the session, I can beat them left arm in arm wrestling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not right arm because they're right arm dominant or whatever, but I can beat them left arm. Mm-hmm. And it's like spectacular that like feeling of like, I just meet a man in fucking arm wrestling. Yes. You know? <laughs> Have you ever been defeated uh, in a, like a comp match versus a woman? Um, I haven't done too many like competitive matches with women. Um, Oh, just well, like honestly, yeah, I, I haven't. You would probably do really well. In that market, yeah. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I, would. I mean, I would suggest semi comp. Obviously, don't go full comp because then, uh, unless they're. I'm not like, trying to go yeah. cat fighting yeah. status. I'm talking about like MMA style stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I would definitely consider like a you know semi competitive grappling type stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Is there anything uh, this trip that you've done that, uh, that that's that's been new to you, where you're like, oh shit, I've never tried this before? Mm-hmm. Or has it been pretty much the same stuff? Um, yeah, I um, I can tell you something scary that happened on this trip. Sure. Um, so I was um actually going to shoot with a bondage producer. And it was a very nice couple, you know, it was a husband-wife team, older husband-wife team that had been doing bondage for a little while. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the very first uh, shoots they wanted to do was kind of like a, um, like a forced stripping to uh, bondage, uh, tying me to a tree outside. And so we did the first bit where it's like, you know, you strip down and then I'm like walking through the woods in my heels and we get to the tree. Like you do. You know, we get to the tree and um, we had basically at that point had taken a cut in the scene to tie me up to the tree so we could like finish filming Um, and just kind of like, I don't know, I did like... Pretty much we were outside. It was like close to 90 degrees outside plus humidity, uh, which killed me because I'm from Arizona. So Mm -hmm. even when it gets hot, we don't have the humidity. So it's very different um, weather-wise for me. And basically, um, you know, my my hands were tied behind my back to the other side of the tree. Mm -hmm. And I just could kind of feel something was like off a little bit. And I was like looking around. And then I was like... You know, I kind of like felt my fingers like a little tingly and I oh, no. like the first thing I said was like, can you untie my hands? And then I was like, I think I'm going to pass out. Oh my God. Oh, shit. So I actually like ended up passing out in the woods while I was tied Jeez. to a tree in some bondage. Thankfully, him and his wife were, like, both down there. Oh, Jesus so the Christ. next thing I know is just, like, his wife is right there. And she's like, lean your head on me, honey. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> but, like, it was it was really terrifying because, you know, I'm in the woods with people I've never worked yeah. with before. And I'm tied to a tree. <laughs> yeah, usually being tied to a tree in the Georgia woods during hot, humid air. It's just not, not the most ideal thing. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So That's it was... That was like the scariest thing that happened on my trip. Oh my god! Um, did we, talk, we did pet peeves, right? Yeah. We were talking yeah. about like talking about like you know like uh, last minute yeah, sessions, last minute sessions and like dealing with fans, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Which I love fans, but yeah, there's some stuff where I, I have to you know sometimes deal with. Where I'm just like holy fucking shit. Uh, is there anything that uh, that you've shot where you were just like okay, this is a tool, this is a, just a shitty shoot? Um, let me think about it. Because <laughs> you're so you seem like such a positive person that I don't. I can't imagine that you would be like, you know, this fucking blows, but <laughs> something's blow. Yeah, I know, sometimes, uh, it's, I don't know, this is going to sound really lame, but one of my not the best shoots was being told to smile too much. Because oh. I'm so, like, used to, like, not Art smiling. Art modeling. Not, yeah, yeah. Like, he just kept telling me to smile, and, like, I just poked myself in the eye with this, like, crown thing <laughs> that I was wearing. I, like, accidentally poked myself in the oh, eye, and it, like, hurt funny. really bad, and, like, of course, I had, like, the eyelashes on, and my eyes were all fucked oh, up. Don't you know that? Like, like, they were all watery. What most women want is a man telling them to smile. I mean, come <laughs> I know, right? What's yeah. wrong with me? He just kept saying it, and he was like, enjoy yourself. And I was like, I just poked myself in the <laughs> eye. 
I'm like, I'm done with this shoot, man. And the whole time I was like an assistant to the oh my God. To, to the the model before. Like he was like like having me do stuff and like I was just I don't know I was just tired of it. Like uh, that so that shoot was just rough. I don't know. That's that's pretty that's pretty tame though. You're you're doing, it, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, if that's like the way <laughs> shoot you've been yeah. on. No, no, no. Great. I definitely had worse, but I'm glad that, that was the most recent one. Yeah. I know I'm doing great. If that's bad, we're doing good. Yeah, Actually, I've been pretty lucky, honestly. No, I think I've, you have. Too. I have definitely been pretty lucky. I haven't had a lot of bad shoots. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty crazy. No, I'm glad um, to hear it though. Yeah, yeah. No, and then the only other thing that really happens is like when another model has a breakdown or something that's that sucks and i have to deal with it and yeah you almost feel obligated yeah. to, to help be, yeah. the damsel mm -hmm. in distress yeah. you're like oh yeah oh. Oh, yeah i've had a chick like literally like have a meltdown and like throw shit and she's like crying and oh damn and was it just out of the blue or um yeah or it was it was during a spanking shoot and she just like she just got weird with it. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I'm like, if you're weird about spanking shoots, then don't do them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like, you never know. she I mean, just like wound up like not wanting to do it. And so we we're like, okay, you don't have to do it. And we asked her and then like, uh, she just like snapped in the, in the middle of it. Like, I don't even, I don't even know exactly what happened. I don't even think she was being spanked, but she just was like, okay, I can't do this. I quit. And. She like she wasn't even filming, yeah. and she was like, "I quit." Yeah, I oh. think I was being spanked, honestly, and like something. Oh, maybe someone it just triggered something. To yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was that, but yeah. she was just like. Trick. I mean, you yeah, you can never tell what's gonna actually get, get you there. There's um, yeah. uh, whether it's pain or whether it's just seeing something happen. Right. You yeah. Know, I maybe think that's what it was. And you never know. Maybe. Like your brain works in such a fucking weird yeah. way, where it's like uh, this thing that's getting ready to get sparked. All it needs is that little push. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you see something that just gets you there, then you're like, fuck this, I'm out. Oh, um, dude, a, a dirty, a dirty dildo. That was, that was a bad one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, I'm wait. sorry. You just opened a can of worms here. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, go a on. dirty dildo. dildo was like in the package and everything they gave me it in the package and i took it out and i was like a freaking <laughs> using it for them it was like a you know a photo shoot where i was like using a yeah dildo. yeah yeah and like there was fucking hairs in it and he was like oh i'm sorry i think my wife must have used it or something wait what <laughs> oh my it was in the like trapped in the like <laughs> I know and I was like I can't sorry nope can't do Did this he, not like, doing totally it anymore yeah not doing it anymore I saw it and I Did was he like catfish a dildo was that I know right like, how did I don't that know. happen <laughs> how was it still in the package yeah <laughs> oh my god do you think that maybe that was like their thing I don't know. I have the wife not. use it, then repackage it and send it to somebody? Do I know these people? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man, we need to put these people okay. in the last time. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Because that sounds like they try to fuck with you a little bit. I know, yeah. right? He was uh, so sorry, but I was just like, uh. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so done. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, I would be like, like, yeah, I'm blocking your email and your phone number. Dude, he gives me free clothes and I still shoot with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a brave soul. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Man, I'm so, wait, give me a second to wrap my head around. I know, right? I'm so You're sorry. like, I pulled it out of the package and then I was here. That's, that's, that's the best that. story ever. That's, no, that's, that's pretty cool. fucking good. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, hey, trying to pull them out. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Uh, so I think I asked Violet this, and we can we can start closing it up on that. But like, what were the uh, what were some of the fetishes that you haven't done that you might want to try in the future? Um, I know you've been exposed to a lot of them, where you're like, I want to check this out. I got one, and yeah. I so want to get into it, sure. and I would love to do a video Ooh, with you, Violet. Yes. Um, I had no idea, but um, I think it's just like uh, I don't know how to explain it. But I just learned about it by a girl you want to show, shoot with, actually. Right. Her name's Cody Evans. Oh, right, right. Um, she does these kind of, like, chainsaw videos. So you're just doing, like, you know, the string pull. You know? It's a fetish of just, like, anything with a string pull. So, like, a lawnmower, nice. a chainsaw. <laughs> that sounds Like, fun. anything Anal like beads, that. yeah. So, <laughs> no. Not the <laughs> fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, it's just like those those types of machines. That is hilarious. And for me, I'm like, what do you mean? I get to wear like a cute little outfit and like just pull on this cord a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, yeah. so, you know what? That makes so much sense. I'm like, yes, I can dress in my Daisy Dukes and my these, cowboy boots. Well, you have you have kids. You have you have little boys who grow up. They're hitting puberty. They see some hot girl across the way. Fucking cutting some wood yeah. for her for her dad or That's something. Yeah, and yeah. then she's wearing the Duke. She's wearing the top. Yes. she's doing this over and over again, trying to crank it up. He is hitting, <laughs> he's hitting that age where those things start to click. Yeah, and that's it. Boom, new fetish. Yeah. yeah, no. So I just found out about this. I guess it's like a pretty big thing. So I really want to get into Dude, it. Let me know. That's I will. It, I'm actually it's not like not to me, but it sounds funny as shit. It, yeah, I really want to check I'll, it out. I'll send you a mini video when I film it. But you also have the arms too, so it's you, probably like a muscle. Yes. It's got to be like a muscle. It's got to be, but you you would think that. Mm -hmm. Except the girl who I learned from it, like she's not very muscular. So it's just maybe the movement. It's really the movement. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, uh, I mean, it's kind of like pedal pumping, if you've yeah. heard of that. Have you heard of pedal pumping? Mm -mm. So basically, there's a guy who used to work out here. I'm not going to name him because he's kind of a dick, but he, uh, <laughs> he ran a pedal pumping company and he would basically invite you to his house, put you in like old school, like 1950s, like 1950s outfit with a very specific kind of pantyhose. It had to be very like old school pantyhose with like high heels and you would get, he had, the guy was a, must have been a millionaire because he had like six vintage cars that he just had in his in his garage, or nice. I think he had multiple garages. Mm -hmm. um, and so you would get into this old car. He'd drive you around, and he would film you driving, and you're like just going out to get <laughs> some groceries. And then this motherfucker had a kill switch uh, at the on his side of the car. Mm -hmm. So whenever it was time for him to do the thing, you would hit the switch. Your car would die. And so you would go out to the front of the car, check the hood. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. It's not working. You'd I know get, this one. Yeah, you'd get back in the car, and then you would try to turn the car on. And You're you literally just, just pumping the gas pedal. You're, like, sitting nice. there. And that's the fetish. You would film your legs. It was a leg hosiery pedal pumping fetish. Yeah. Where you're wow. pumping the pedal and you're just frustrated. Like, oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. getting and he pissed. Would be, and he would be hitting the little things. with like, yin, 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 yin. You can't get it to go. Oh can't get it to go. Gosh. Can't get it to go. He wouldn't turn on until he let you turn it on. And yeah. uh, I guess, I don't know how it works, but he was probably pressing on the switch. But uh, yeah, so the whole video was him doing that. And that reminds me so much of that. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like this really casual movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's the beauty, and, and I'm a man, 
so I'm guilty, but we are so easy. Like when it comes to men, I, I, the reason I asked you guys about your fetishes is because it's almost like a trick question. Most women that I've spoken to don't have fetishes. They have, really? They have kinks. Okay. For me, a fetish is something that has to happen. It has to be present in order for you to have an orgasm. Mm. Whereas some girls will be like, oh, no, I, I can just fucking have an orgasm. Yeah. But if somebody chokes me, that's fun. But oh, it doesn't have yeah. to happen. Right. You know, whereas guys will be like, she has to be wearing this. It has to be this kind of lighting. She has, to, be, she has to say this to me. Particular. She has, it has to be in a car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Know? That's a thing. They know what they yeah. want. And so oh, I feel totally. like it's yeah. so funny because like we talk about like how men and women are equal and we are in many, many ways. But when it comes to fetishes, I think men are just they way more, more exact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, for some dudes, like it has to be this, this and that. Yes, whereas women are just like, I just want to have an orgasm. If you, mm-hmm. wanna, if you want me to dress this way, that's fine. But if you want to do this if you want to tie me up that's cute too but <laughs> I kind of I'm okay with just regular sex uh-huh. yeah there's some men out there not all of them obviously that that are totally into this one specific thing yeah and that's a fetish and so it's kind of interesting to find that most women do not have actual fetishes yeah like I feel like I mean, unless I'm wrong I mean I don't know I, I don't know that about you guys but there's nothing that has to be present there, right? Like exactly, like you don't want no, a man to come me. in and be like, he has to be wearing spandex shorts and it's got to be in the middle of summer. And- no, I mean, I'm not that no. particular, <laughs> but I will say I get turned on quite frequently while wrestling. So, but if you're just gonna have, let's say, you know, making love to your man, does wrestling have to be there for you to have a, a, a good experience? Um. If that's, I'd like it to be there. <laughs> you know what? Then that, then that might be your fetish. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We found one. Woo! <laughs> nice. You're like one of three, I think. <laughs> Where the girls are like, I think this is hot, but it doesn't have to be there. But right. Yeah. All right. That's right. I have to add one to the, to the positive column there. Yes. Madison yes. has a wrestling fetish. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I, we could talk for hours, but I feel like um, this is a good place to cut because I think once Fetish Con... <laughs> ooh! Uh-huh. Madison, what was that about? That's not me. <laughs> it's Violet. Violet tried yeah. to wrestle you. No, so I'd like to talk to Violet more after Fetish Con because I, yeah. like, I feel at that point you will have experienced a lot of new stuff and like, bring a little more insight into your experiences yes. and stuff like that because oh, I, okay. there's... There's so much under the umbrella of fetish that you can do. Yes. I mean, there's just, it's so great. That's one of the things I love about it. It's like, there's just these little topics you can hit and, and genres and there's subgenres and there's yeah. like, it kind of just goes from there. It's like, oh, you want me to just uh, um, step into a puddle of mud and just pretend that I'm stuck? I'm doing that for <laughs> 10 minutes? Okay, there you yeah. go. Seriously, there's a stuck fetish. That's did, awesome. Did, did you know about that? I don't. I didn't know about that. Stock fetish. Yeah, didn't. That's There's guys cool. in FetishCon. They will fill their tubs filled with like. I'm really excited to see you. <laughs> we had one girl literally up. take a bag of gummy bears and put them into a microwave, melt them, and put them into a tub, and then you were pretending to be stuck. That sounds fun. Actually, that was the entire but clip. Messy. And she That's... was wearing straight up jeans and a t-shirt. Just like, oh no, I can't move. Oh my god, how funny! <laughs> There's funny. hypnosis. There's frozen. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, all kinds of gear fetishes, whether you're wearing a certain kind of, you know, pantyhose mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, masks and leather and shit like yeah. that. So, and what's great about it is you don't have to take that leap into the chasm of pornography. Mm-hmm. Some girls are just not comfortable. Like, I don't want to get fucked on camera. I don't wanna, that's personal to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a hard limit for exactly. me. <laughs> but if you want to just yeah. wear high heels and point them at a camera, fuck totally. it. Totally. Mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Wrestle another girl. 
in oil or some shit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, totally yeah. down. So that that's, I think, the thing. That's that, one thing I want to do more of. Oil. More mud wrestling, more oil, oil wrestling. Oil. Which do you prefer? I don't know, but I think the mud would be fun because I like, I love the thought of the girl and her Daisy Dukes getting fucking down and dirty and wrestling. Are you sure you're not from Georgia? (laughs) Did they like. I'm an Arizona girl. I know. I mean, I I guess there could be rednecks in Arizona. Yeah, there (laughs) is. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, definitely. All right. right. Come on, the movie Tombstone should say it all. That is it, Arizona. Kurt Russell and Daisy Dukes, I love it. He looked really good. Um, but no, I, I've had a really good time. You guys need to get back on the road. And uh, so let's do some plugs. So uh, Madison Swan, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to be honest, uh, one of the best uh, people I've worked with so far. You are oh, thank you. easy to direct, really sweet, and you have a love for what you do. Yes. And um, I feel like uh, people need to really keep an eye on what you're doing next. Do you have... Um, you don't. You, you haven't produced yet, so let's just name who you work for right now. So obviously, um, FWR. Yeah, I work with uh, Fun Wrestling Rooms quite frequently. I've worked with SKW. Mm-hmm. I have recently worked with more bondage producers like Tide and Taped, Tide Tales, Bass Bondage, uh, to name a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's more. <laughs> And um, uh, if people, and a spanking producer as well. And if people want to reach you, if people want to like uh, uh, contact you for for shoots and stuff like that, is there shoots anything? or sessions, you can reach me um, on my Twitter at Madison Swan Seven or through email at mad.swan.model at gmail.com. Very cool. And your Twitter name is Madison Swan? Yes. Is it just one word? Uh, it should be. Okay, so or... look up Madison Swan as Madison Swan uh, on twitter.com, and she's constantly posting uh, material from her own private shoots and also from uh, modeling shoots and also from what you do with other companies. Yes. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to get you back, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Ask for Violet. Um, so what uh, What are some companies you want to plug? Where, where, where can we see more of you at? Uh, well, there's FWR for me too. FabRussingRooms.com. Um, yeah. And you well, also have your own website, don't you? Yeah, it's uh, MyVioletPixie. MyVioletPixie.com. And do you want uh-huh. people to follow you on Twitter at all? Uh, yeah, and then my Twitter is my underscore Violet underscore Pixie. And uh, yeah. don't you have a Patreon where people can buy photos of you? or? Um, I think that they buy photos like from my website. From MyVioletPixie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of stopped doing my Patreon as well. Okay. Much. And if someone wants to reach you to contact you for, for shoots and stuff, what's It's usually Facebook, and just it's Facebook. just Violet Pixie. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Guys, you can uh, Facebook message you. What's your Instagram name? Just Violet's Pixie. Oh, just with an S? Yes, with okay. an X. All right. Violet's Pixie. Oh, Violet's S or X? S. S, okay. S. Violet's like Pixie. apostrophe S. Is it, yeah. Violet's. <laughs> Did they let you do that do on Instagram, an apostrophe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just probably I think it's just violence, yeah. 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 Well, either yeah. way, you'll find her because she's everywhere and she's doing fantastic. Especially, this is very much early in your career. So yeah. I really want to, we're really curious to see where, where you go and where you end up. And we want to see what your fetish con experience was like. Yeah. I'm acting too. So there's oh, going to be sweet. some movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, there's one called Maya and I play Medusa. So that's fun. All I right, get so to we're smite to, like, somebody. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll hold on to this podcast until you make it big and then we'll release it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll get like six of your lawyers contacting me like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> no, uh, I had a totally, uh, I really had an amazing time working with you guys, and I want to get you uh, back to shoot more, obviously, whether it's together or apart. Um, my wife wants to hire um, uh, you as well, and I don't know, have you worked with Jacqueline Bell? I think I did, like, maybe one or two clips when you came to Arizona once. Mm -hmm. But you haven't done any here at the home base? I have not um, done any with her here mm -hmm. at home. Alright, and you also have a request to wrestle Tiny, I hear. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> Tiny is our six foot nine monster. I think oh, everybody yeah. wants to see me wrestle That's Tiny. That's awesome. <laughs> well, if you guys I want to see that. <laughs> so we are going to get Violet uh, back as well as Madison. If you guys want to contact me for customs, uh, you can do so now tentatively at imsleeperkid at yahoo.com. Uh, we haven't set any exact dates yet, but we will soon. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and put in on it, I'm sure you'll have the time to do it. Um, and uh, that'll actually designate how much time we shoot with you. Like, ah, fucking come down for three days. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, for myself, skwpbv.com, also sleeperkidsworld.com. As for my sister's site with uh, the lovely Saya, that's essentially savageproductions.com. And uh, keep coming back to the podcast. Leave uh, a review and please subscribe because that way we can do this without having to rely on ads. And because those suck, because mm -hmm. then it's yeah. just me reading ads. It's just like. Would you like to buy a new barbecue equipment? <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Um, but we love you guys so much. Um, fetish is real, and uh, you're not weird. We're all weird. Yes. We're all yes. normal. <laughs> uh, and uh, we love you all, and we're glad that you love us back. So say good night. Good night. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Adios. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Was that fun? Yes. All right.